Well, well, well. Mm-hmm. Back mm-hmm. at it for one last week this in 2022. That's right. I almost thought it was 2023. I almost said 2023. Wild. It sound. It's like. I don't know about why, but 2023 sounds like such a fun year. Does it? Doesn't it, though? Like, 2022 is like, ooh. Yeah. But three. 23 does have a certain... And me. Je ne sais quoi. Yeah. You know, 2023 and me. Have you done a 23 and me? No. Um, Do you want to? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would get out of it. Same. I'm just, a, I'm white. I know I'm I white. I have a lot of European going on. I'm very mutt, though. I am very mutt. Oh, really? Like, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Well, that's fun. I'm not, like, German in, like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a little like bit of everything. I'm, like, 90% German or something like that, you yeah. know? Probably, yeah. yeah. So, I don't, I've even tried to ask my parents, and they have, like, no idea. And no. I'm just like, okay, well. People don't, they don't keep up the family tree these days. No, and I don't eat. I don't really either. No yeah. one, no one cares. <laughs> no one really cares. Um, why is that business still in existence? A total flop. Hey, they expanded to doggies. I would do the dog one. <laughs> yeah. Mostly, like if I had a mutt. If I did, sure, cause sure. If you you can kind of like learn about their temperaments by like their breed and that whole mm. thing. But sure, I want to know whatever my cats are that makes them knock shit off the counter. That's what I want to know. That's probably like a remedial gene. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how things work. Yeah. Recessive gene. They Maybe just... like a skinny gene. Ooh. <laughs> I love a skinny gene. <laughs> On these thighs. Ooh. Ooh. Watch, Watch out. out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aaron, what are we doing today? You know, um, we're remembering the last year. You yeah. know, like we're remembering all of that. That that 2022 brought us, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. From the beginning, um, in I want to say January with Mama Ru, Mama Ru, all the way through now. Do you know me? How many episodes do you think we did this year? Uh, Twenty eight. We did thirty four episodes this year. We did. This is more than we did any other year. Really? Yeah. Wow, good for us. Pat, I know. Pat myself on the back. I know. Like, I, uh, well, the first year doesn't like we started in like yeah. May. Yeah. The second year we, I think we started late, and then we also had like a long break in the summertime. Things were got busy. Summer, summer. <laughs> the but, summertime was busy, busy. But this this year we we we, we kept really, a, we really did that. We, we we kept a pulse and did as many weeks as we could. We did falter a couple times, but hey, that happens. And so, uh, as per usual, what we like to do for our final episode is just kind of do a little recap of music. I will say that, like, this is a little bit different from last year, and that I think we're opening ourselves up to, like, just top five albums of all time. Oh. Not all time, but, like, of this year of versus... this year, yeah. I feel like last year, years before, we limited ourselves to, like, the albums that we reviewed. Yes. Right? Absolutely. So this is just a little bit more open, but we, yeah. you know... And, who knows who will show up on the list? That's part of the fun. It could be no. people that we didn't even review. It could be. I will say though that like, I think I think all of them are <laughs> on the list. It was easy to kind of go back because of that. Because we, you know, as you know, we put so much into each episode, so much research, fact yeah. checking, 
all that. So the, those ones really stick out, the ones we reviewed. Definitely best songs of, the, of 2022. I think... I think... I, both on, on both sides of the list, I think they're they're mostly mentioned on the podcast. Yeah, I think so too. But not completely. Right. Um Okay, well should we just like dive in? I don't Let's know. Let's just dive into it. Aaron, do you wanna start with your should we do albums? Do you wanna start, Let's with, start your, with albums? Your number five? Do you wanna go? Yeah. Well, should we do it at the same time? We could. I think we've had it sometimes where they're the same, but I feel like sometimes they're different. Okay, do you want to try it? I don't think this it, one we're going to get this And time. I wonder if people are going to be able to hear what we said. Probably not. I don't Should know. Should we just go one by one? No, no, let's try it. <laughs> All right, fine. Okay. okay, three, two, one. Crash. Moto Mommy. We okay, no. this one. <laughs> no, okay, so t- what is that one? It's by Rosalia. Okay. Moto Mommy. Moto Mommy. Yeah. What, is, what is it like? It's like cool kid pop a little bit. Rosalia is this like Gen Z looking very hot mama um, singer. Okay. From down south. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. She just, she's been the word on everyone's lips yeah. this year. I feel like Bad Bunny was like. That too. Which but her and Bad Bunny very much so. And so I, I can tell you I haven't listened to a single Bad Bunny song. I tried to listen to Un Verano Sinti. It was on so many lists this year. And I, I made it through like half. And that doesn't mean that I wouldn't like it. It just meant that I got distracted yeah. and decided to listen to that other happens. things. That happens. Um, you can probably hear there is definitely sirens happening outside. But, you know, the show must go on. That's right. Should we talk about Crash then? Speaking yeah, of speaking, of, speaking of sirens. <laughs> but yeah, number five, huh? You know, the the album had nothing but... What the hell? Wow. This is like this is like crazy town. There must be a mass murder going on downtown. <laughs> Can you there imagine? Is. Oh my god. Can no. you imagine? I hope not. Let's let's check back Thursday. But so so Crash, um, I think the reason why it's kind of on the list is because it was unexpectedly um kind of the soundtrack to the year or the album just I remember like adding lightning to like every playlist. Mm-hmm. Just always mm-hmm. the Crash was unexpected. I did not think I would like Charlie XEX. I'm now like a Charlie Stan. Yes. You uh, never really know what you're going to get from her, which n- is part of the fun. Yeah, no. And th- this album, I think, just was like such a good send off. And she she's just been like a good soundtrack to the year. And mm-hmm. so had to give number five to, to Charlie. I am very curious to see what we get next from her with the whole like, should I stay independent should i go with a big label that whole conversation around that album so i'm very curious what's what's down the line for her i think we'll find out soon i feel like she's gonna be putting something out she's like not a a a slow burn you know that's right so i know she's doing so benny drama is this like youtuber comedian guy he's doing a movie loosely based on his life and charlie is like doing the music or like yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah, I don't. I'm interested. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to put bad juju out. Oh no! Into the universe, but like, who, who is, who is excited to watch that? Okay, speaking of movies that were just announced, like, who wants to go see that? Do you see that Taylor Swift is going to be directing a fucking movie? I can't. I what? Why? You know, I'm not mad about it. I'm not sad about it. I'm not even glad about it. Has she watched her own music videos? Those self-directed videos? They're not 
They're not bad. I don't think... If she's directing a Disney Channel movie, great. She'll... It'll work. (laughs) I think that she's going to find similar successes to Olivia Wilde. Who, by the way, was awful in Don't Worry Darling. Like, honestly, a terrible actress in that movie. What happened? I What happened? Did we ever think she was good? I'd have to think about that one for a second. Yeah. No, good point. Think about that. Okay. Yeah, fair. She came from House. Fair. She came from House. 13. Fair. Her name was 13 on that, I think. That's not a real name. No. It was like, she was like, of 30 candidates, she was 13. And then she just never told them... I don't that's that's dumb. It's that sounds dumb. like something Shonda Rhimes came up with. She was like Was Shonda involved with House? Oh fuck. Why was I thinking Grey's Anatomy? They're like the same. They're doctors. They're very they're very yeah, doctor. Yeah. Um <laughs> speaking of of doctors. Oh. Should we do our number 4? Oh, really quick about number 5. Oh, number five. Uh, for tell my me more. tell me more. My Moto Mommy. So we didn't review this one and I've kind of just gotten into it within the last couple of weeks, but it's like very different from anything I listened to this year. And yeah. I, I'm excited to, to see what more she does too. Just like very interesting, a little bit edgy, kind mm-hmm. of a little bit out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'll have okay. to give it a listen. Okay. All right. What's your number four? Well, are we going to do it at the same time? Sure. Okay. <laughs> number four is... Sunshine Kitty. By Wet Leg. There you go. What was it? Wait, Sunshine Kitty was 2022? No. (laughs) Wait, did we review that one? No. You broke the damn rules. I didn't break the damn rules. These are the albums that were like my top five of this year. And Sunshine Kitty truly was. So you just discovered it this year, but it came out in 2021. Readers, comment. So... (laughs) Leave a message. Is Aaron pulling a quick one here? Or should we have just reviewed things from 2022? We'll wait for your response. But okay. Okay, we're waiting. <laughs> no, no. No. We got talk about Sunshine Kitty. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Okay, so the reason why it's on the list is because my entire summer into fall, this was the album that I just continued to play over and over and over again. When we weren't reviewing albums, this mm-hmm. was like the one that was like and I feel like I, the thing is, I think I did listen to it when it first came out plenty of times, yeah. but something about this year with the album, I felt like it was just like surrounding me and was like, mm-hmm. I'm surprised it wasn't my most listened to album. What's your favorite song on the album? Do I know I this? think it's I'm Coming. That's on the new one, isn't it? No. I'm Coming's on Sunshine Kitty, but it's like, I love it that is? song. Oh, yeah. wow. But Bikini Porn's on it, you know, I like. I can love Bikini. It's a so, good album from beginning it's, to end. It's really fantastic. I am actually glad that you put Tuve Lu on there because I was thinking about her a lot as we were doing these lists. And yeah. I was like, I just, I gotta say it. The girl doesn't get enough credit. I think her, she and her brand are like brilliant. I think right. they do it so well. She produces like pretty much nothing but bangers. Like why are people not like throwing themselves at Tuve Lu? I don't oh. get it. I don't I, get it. I don't get it. <sighs> Especially after that one free education commercial or whatever it was. Hell education yeah. online. Hell oh. yeah. She apparently did... Cashed a check. Yeah, she cashed a check. She like made a song for some sort of like 
It was uh, it was like National American <laughs> University, but basically it was, else, it was yeah. a service that like connects you to universities that yeah. you should attend. And she did the the jingle for the it. Jingle it was for honestly. It. She started it too. It wasn't just the jingle. Yeah. She started it. <laughs> it was a slapper. It was truly a slapper. Yeah. Yours. So your number four is Wet Leg. Wet Leg. Their um, debut album. Um, the so the they kind of like came out of the scene out of nowhere and they had a record deal before I think they had released two songs and they okay. got signed to a record deal which is like what yeah crazy um, happens but it does yeah but the whole album is just so witty and like the lyricism is so funny and good and relatable and just like really catchy. I don't know. There's just catchy, catchy, catchy. I love me some wet leg. I've been listening to the album a lot this year. So Simon, riddle mm-hmm. me this. Yeah. Why are you not suggesting more albums that we should review? <laughs> you know, so far I'm zero for two. Hindsight is twenty twenty. I'm pretty sure I did say we should review wet leg, but something else took it over that week, and we just never went back to it. That's yeah. exactly what happened. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, they're fine. That but happens. Yeah, if that you happens. if you haven't listened, you should you should really give. I'll it give what you would like listen. it. I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we on to number three? Let's do it. Okay. Number three. Three, two, one. one. Big. And in the darkness, hearts aglow. So yours is Wise Blood. Yeah. Wise Blood. What about this album was like truly so special for you? Yeah. Um. So there are certain albums for me when the, like from the very first time I listened to them, it's just like, oh, this one got me right away and i knew from the second i heard the first single the first time i listened to the album she just has such a like ethereal and beautiful sound and i really appreciate the artistry she puts into every song she makes like she has such a heavy hand in the production and writes all her music and it's just like her sound is so unique and she like did that you know i can i i Completely hear you there. Mm-hmm. That I'm, I would be surprised if Mitski's not on the list then, but we'll have to see. You'll have to just see. We'll have to wait yeah. and see because I think I'm like, okay, well, they. I feel like they both. They're ride, very similar yeah. vibes. Yeah, yeah. They they ride a parallel line. Yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And for me, big Betty Who. Mm-hmm. Betty Who. I was looking forward to this album for years. It's been so long since mm-hmm. she released her last album, and I think the reason why like it made my list is because. This is, I don't want to like harp on Betty Who necessarily, but when she went, when she went independent Mm -hmm. with her latest album or her previous album, Betty, it was kind of like not my favorite. Mm, There were a lot of songs I didn't love on it Mm -hmm. and it didn't feel like it really had that album cohesion that I loved. And Big, I feel like is a tried and true evolution of where Betty wanted to be. There's definitely some songs that I would want to get rid of, mostly mm-hmm. like the 45 second voicemail type ones. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that one. But like the overall, the album feels very core and introspective and finding ways to love herself versus like preaching self-love to others. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just was a, a great album to review and I'm so I'm going to be listening to it for like the next year. Definitely a great album. It was one where I wasn't super excited going into the review, like, or going into the first listen, because I just didn't know what to expect. And I was really pleasantly surprised. I did enjoy that album. And it was nice to hear from Betty again. It felt like it'd been a bit, you know? 
there are definitely some, some Betty haters out there, but yeah. I will always be a Betty stan. She's great. She's great. She's a good time. Always a good time, Miss Betty. Well, we're on to number two, and I actually just switched mine. Sometimes you got to listen to your heart. Because I, I made this yesterday, yeah. and yeah. since then I'm like, no, 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 no. no. I, I totally understand. But both are like flirting with each other, and they. <laughs> I'm very into both of them, but. Yeah. Okay, okay. ready? Three, Three two, two, one. one. Crash. Dirt <laughs> so Crash made it higher so on Crash your list. So Crash made it higher on my list. I listened to this album like pretty much nonstop for a period of time this year. Yeah. And Charlie out of nowhere was like my most listened to artist this year out of nowhere. No I'm one not, saw this coming. I'm not saying that your Spotify wrapped was very white, but it was also very, <laughs> it was also very female. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is not a surprise, but yeah, it was a little like, Ooh, Oscar is so white. I was like, Ooh, Ooh. Oh, but you know what? You know what? That just sometimes yeah. happens. It happens. You listen to a lot of music on YouTube. I know you do. I'm all over the place. And I listen to a lot of vinyl, which is why certain albums were not on my top. Like Renaissance, for some reason, was not on my top. And I was like, well, I gotta, I need my vinyl plays on here. You need it. Who do I gotta speak to on Spotify? Someone. Um, um, There's probably someone. Yeah, Tim Cook. Jeff Be- Bezos, yeah. Adriana Lopez, hmm. George Glass. Have you noticed some CEOs more of a public personality than others? Isn't that interesting? I think it's the new age CEOs for the most part. I yeah. feel like, and I think that like in they're the, in the age of social media. I think that the I a reason why I I don't know this for certain. This is me speculating, but I, I think maybe a reason why like. Apple mm-hmm. doesn't tweet out things like um, Tim Cook does. Yeah. Oh, is, mean, wait. Like Tim, Tim Cook, Cook is the CEO of Apple. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I'm understanding. I'm following. I think it's kind of that, that way of being for Tim to be speaking on behalf of Apple. But if for some reason the statement just gets really <laughs> negative, they'd yeah, be like, Apple, Apple would be like, like eh, uh-uh, that wasn't uh-uh, us. Uh-uh. That was Tim. Yeah. I understand. You know, a little yeah, bit yeah, of kind yeah. of that, like, possible deniability, but, like... Sure, sure, sure. I don't know. Yeah. It is what it is. But, yeah, Crash, I just really, really had a great time with it this year. It did a lot for me, so... And Dirt Femme for me, two Tuve Lu albums on mm. my top five. Dirt Femme, when it came out, also, it like, I think the reason why it got a higher spot is just because it's newer, and I was trying to, like, acknowledge that... We were supposed to do 2022 albums. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but th- there are some songs in this album that, like, truly have not left my ears. Oh, so good. Like, uh, so No One Dies good. From Love, How Long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even, like, you go back and you just keep finding new songs. You're like, fucking Grapefruit? Yes. Oh, grapefruit is so fucking good. Pineapple Slice? Pineapple oh. Slice. I mean, uh, To Die For... To die for, oh. Oh, it just there's it beginning to end. It's a fucking great album. Again, if you are listening to this, especially if you're gay, if you're gay, you have no excuse. Why aren't you listening to Toe? You gotta be getting into it. Don't speak to me until you listen to Dirt Femme, mm-hmm. front to back. I feel like our number one has to be the same. I'm positive our number one is the, absolutely the same. Okay, well let's do it. One, Three, two. <laughs> 
one. Renaissance. Renaissance. Duh. Duh. I mean, I was, so like literally, Dirt Femme was early, but then I'm like, I went on a walk with Prairie today, and I listened to Renaissance, and I was like, move! Get out the way! <laughs> Absolutely. As I was walking. There is just, I can't describe how much this album permeated into so many aspects of my life this year. Like, I just couldn't stop thinking about it. Every time I went to a party and I hear that, like, pumping bass line in any song, I just was praying that it would drop into pure honey. Every single mm-hmm. song mm-hmm. I listened to at a party this year. It was nuts. The album was fantastic. My one so re- good. My one request is that we get a split between pure and honey so yeah. you can listen to them. Because mm. they're both good and they're I love both them both. Great. <laughs> but sometimes I just want to like listen to the honey part. <laughs> I understand. So I understand. It's but so good. Th- this album is it better win all the awards. It better. If this like is her year. this is the year that if the Grammys don't give it to Beyonce, we know that they're racist. Yeah. <laughs> like there's nothing you can argue. Adele's thirty complete shit. Yeah. Like no. who is she competing with? No one. I don't know. But it was just so good. It was such a like wonderful tribute to her uncle Johnny. It was mm-hmm. just front to back, just inject it in me. I was talking to a friend of the pod, Corey, um, mm-hmm. today about Renaissance or about Beyonce, and I was mm-hmm. just kind of like, yeah, the thing about Beyonce is she takes things that are from like marginalized groups, stories from marginalized groups, whether mm-hmm. it's black women or a, like black queer people. Mm-hmm. And and brings it to the mainstream and put injects it into us where everyone wants to listen to it, mm-hmm. but it's uniquely stories that like aren't getting the attention. Yeah, and that's what's so masterful about it happened with Lemonade and now it's happening with Renaissance. No one does it quite like her. No one does. No one does, and uh, that's why it's our number one album. Number one album. That's right. Can we take a quick break? Just a little puff puff. Yeah, sure. All right. And we're back. And we're back. Wow, I gotta say, great list from both of us. Honestly, iconic. There's things on your list that I'm like, I need to, to listen to those. Absolutely. I, I don't think you need to go on Google for any other year on lists. Those are no, probably the top five. That's five. Yep. Well, I don't they're kind of like a top seven, eight. Yeah. Eight. Because I yeah. think we had some differences. Absolutely. Top Absolutely. eight. Okay, now let's let's break it down. Our best songs of the year. Okay, so number five. Do you want to start? I do. Um, this is a real late entry. Late, uh, okay. Real late. I think it came out like three days before uh, this list. Lana. That's right. Yep. And uh, the, the song is, did you know, there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard. It's, I mean, peak Lana title. God. I fucking love this song. And do more of the same shit with a little different sound. I don't care. I love is it. It's so good. I haven't listened to the it. The production is... It's a back to like NFR level good. Like the last two albums were great, but they weren't, they were NFR. NFR is like the best record ever done. So the production reminded me of it. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So that's, it made number five. <laughs> it it's made on number the list. Five, it's on the list. It's three days old. <laughs> that's right. How about you? <laughs> My number five is actually uh, Pure Honey. Like, good choice. It, mm. you're Ooh. getting two songs for the price of one. <laughs> Love it. I love the slash moments that we get. Those are like some of my favorite songs on albums, whether it's um, 
Lord's Hard Feelings. Yeah. Um, someone else did one that was also really, really... Um, Ariana Grande in... I want to say it's... Uh, Dangerous Woman, she does one. Oh, I don't remember. But they're they're really good. And we Pure Honey a, we is... We love a slash. Pure Honey is mm. so good. It's Pure Honey, baby. Honey, honey. I will say, though, that like the honey part is miles better than the pure part, but they're no. both good. You got to have one to have the other. You do. The build-in. The That's build-in. Right. <laughs> All right. What was your number four? My number four was um, Slow Song with Dragonette the Knox. Ah. Oh. This song, I'm not kidding you. Very good. Every time I turned on YouTube and listened to like music on like some sort of like shuffle thing, it mm-hmm. always would come up and I'd always opt and love it. And it also to show up on my like recommendeds and I'd be like, okay, well I guess I'll watch it for like the 30th yes. time. God damn that YouTube recommended always gets it right. And it <laughs> always it, gets it right. The Knox is just between bodies uh, with Muna mm-hmm. and this, I'm listening to every song they put out. They've got a lot of just earworms. Yeah. Delightful, delicious. What about you? What was your number four? Um, my number four, I had to give Kim Petras a little love for Slut Pop. So I put XXX as my number four. That's your number one from the album? I fucking love that song. Yeah. I am like a throat goat or like Another treat me like a part. slut. They're both great. The whole album is great. <laughs> All 15 minutes of it. The 15 minute e- so LP good. or whatever we call it. That's so good. God. Uh, but on like a much different uh, kind of journey, my number three is a song called Moderation by Kate LeBon. Um, we didn't review her either. Is another one that I ooh, wish we did. Um but you just gotta listen to it. It's like very chill. It's a little stonery vibes. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And the, al- the album is fantastic too. Yeah. Oh, great, great. Mm-hmm. Um, um, for me, uh, Head on Fire, Sigrid and Griff. Oh. This yes. song came out at the beginning of the year, I wanna say like February. But it was, it. there's a lot of times where songs between two artists kind of end up flopping a little bit, but yeah. like something about these two who I had been following both of their music and loving them and them, like they started teasing about it when it mm. came out. I remember just being like, I'm going to love this no matter how hard or how bad it is. Like I'm just going to like try and find ways to love it. Yeah. Ended up becoming two, my most listened to songs of the year. Like of it's, it is like my number one and Made me love both the artists even more. Great song. I love that. Yeah. Mm. What was your number two? So number two, um, going off of Dirt Femme, No One Dies From Love. (sighs) Truly, Mm. I I was going back and forth. I was like, I need to put uh, Tuve on the list. And it's a question of whether or not it's going to be this or um, how long. Yeah, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Because How Long has been out longer, and it also was like the moment where I was like, whoa, (laughs) Tuvaloo. But No One Dies From Love is so good. The video is so iconic. It Mm -hmm. is just an amazing song. (sighs) What's your number two? My number two is uh, In the Dark by Purple Disco Machine featuring Sophie and the Giants. Oh, yeah. It was kind of like a... 
it came out after so he his last one was 2021 and i feel like a lot of the singles he put out were like very much of the same vein like could have been on the album or like that's just a sound i think yeah right? yeah i don't know maybe but um that i think this was my most listened to on spotify this year really i it's earworm couldn't couldn't stop listening to it so good so good i haven't yeah i need to go back to purple disco machine especially mm-hmm. the album He's good. I listen. I, I I stopped kind of opting to to listen to his like EDC or whatever Tomorrowland yeah. sets because yeah, they do kind of sound the same. Mm-hmm. But his album is so fucking good that like, <sighs> who cares? Fabulous. So good. Mm. What about your number one? My number one, I had to give it to Pure Honey. It was. I literally just couldn't, what I couldn't stop thinking about that song the whole year. I love that song. It's so good. I. I I'd like literally be at a club and I'd be like, I just want this to turn into pure honey so bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> just uh, please make it happen. Every song. Mm. It was tough not to think about it. But um, yeah, how about you? What was your number one? Number one for me is actually Cuff It from Renaissance. Come on now. And so the yes. I think the only reason why like Cuff It is number one versus, I mean, like, or, like, why it beats Pure Honey in such a big way for me is mm-hmm. because it is Pure Honey, Pure and Honey very much have a little bit different vibes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are kind of different songs, but they, they, they work together as a pair. Yeah. Whereas Cuff It is just beginning to end. Mm-hmm. So, like, it is just energy. It is, like... It's energy. It smiles. It's... One of... Okay, so, like, we were at a thing last night, and one of my new favorite dance moves in the whole wide world (laughs) is I just, like, I I, I turn around, and I take my my ass, and I just (laughs) wiggle it into people... And I use it as a way to move through the crowd a little bit. I just keep jumping backwards with my ass. And that's way more fun than, like, excuse me. And let me tell you, I have so much fun with it. And this song is one of the songs that, like, all I want to do is, like, have my my hands on my fucking ankles and wiggle my ass. That's all. That's all I want. Yeah, yeah. You know? That is a great way to put it. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. so good. Oh my gosh! And uh, who would have thought? Both of us, uh, Renaissance best album and a Beyonce song at the top. Beyonce song at the top. Uh, Two Beyonce songs on my top five. I was like, that's great. This album was so fucking good oh for so many different reasons. Oh my god! But Aaron, were there albums that we reviewed this year that you were excited for and unexpectedly it was a flop? Yeah. So. Um, there were three albums that like I just wanted to kind of acknowledge were albums that I think I was very excited for going in, yeah. but I ended up kind of just uh, not loving it. Not loving, and that goes uh, Traumazine. Yeah. And the thing about Traumazine is I think that like other people actually are enjoying it. Yeah, it's getting good reviews. Mm-hmm. I'm like I don't get it. I don't. Yeah. 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 How many? How many do you have, by the way? I just have one. But okay. if you have ones that I can, I can vouch for. Okay, and then yeah. how to let go, um, Sigrid. Oh yeah. Also, I was super excited for it after the first album, but the second I, album was just not good. I gotta say, I don't remember a single song from that album. Not one. There's a couple of songs that like have have I still listen to from the album. 
Oof. But like overall, ooh, tough. It was tough. And then finally, <laughs> the loneliest time, Carly Rae Jepsen. Really, I love that album. I. <gasps> it's not. It's. It's not for Aaron though. It. I was just expecting more from Carly. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Dedicated emotion. I feel like those were such strong core packages. They are. Yeah. And the loneliest time was just kind of just lot of random songs thrown together. Sure. And that's what I think made it kind of feel floppy to me. Like we talked yeah. about it on the podcast. I do I do like the album. I do think it is the least like cohesive and even with like the the creative direction for like right. the, the cover and stuff. I'm not I wasn't quite getting like how that tied to Western the music. Western Wind was nothing like any of the yeah. other songs. It, 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 yeah. But I just, I still love Carly, and the album was, like, good enough for me to really enjoy mm-hmm, and play a mm-hmm, lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what, so speaking of uh, the unexpected flops, there were a lot of albums that, mm-hmm. that came out that we didn't talk about on the podcast. That's true. But before we do that, I just ha- want to mention one flop. Oh, yeah, oh fuck. Yes. It's okay. Don't it's been worry. Just me. We're, we're here there. What are you? I was really excited for um, Funk Wave Bounces Volume 2. I was oh. so excited for that album, and it was probably the biggest, biggest letdown. the biggest letdown of any of the albums we reviewed. The first volume is so good, incredible. It's one of the first albums I bought on vinyl. I listen to it a lot still, and it came out ages ago at this point. What the fuck happened to volume two? What the fuck what happened? I honestly just forgot that album existed. It should make the list. Yeah. I, the thing is, is I think I just wasn't expecting anything. Okay. And so it's yeah. hard for it to not be good because yeah. I wasn't expecting anything. Yeah, wow. That one really came and went, didn't it? it fast forwarded on that one for sure. Did anyone buy that album? I gotta know. I want to look up record sales well, after this. Who was the artist that sold, like, I think it was like 17 records that, their first week? Ooh. And it was like a big artist. And it oh, was like... I don't know. That's That's bad. <laughs> It was seventeen. It was it was Liam Payne. Really, his album. I don't remember like how many it was, but it was like abysmally low. Yeah, it was like I mean, three hundred or something. Can the record label at least throw in like a hundred or I don't know? Get the numbers out. The three hundred were all just from like an Ellen audience giveaway. Probably, you know, yeah. one of those situations. That's really tough. That's really tough. Okay, now it's time to go into okay. the ones that got away. That's right. Okay. These are albums that um, they came out. Maybe they came out during a bad week. Maybe they came out before we started doing dual reviews. Uh, yes, the DPs. The DPs. Yeah, double features. But you know <laughs> what? Um, I have four. How many do you have? I have like seven. Seven? Or eight, yeah. Okay, go through yours. Okay. Uh, first was Un Verano Sinti. Bad Bunny. I would. I. I, I would wish. Have, I would have liked to review that. That would have been fun. Yeah. Um. Also, Moto Mami Rosalia. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. The Weekends album Dawn FM because I've listened to it a few times and I think I really like it, but I need to give it more time. Didn't we listen? Didn't we plan on doing it? We did, and something came, came up. up. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and then uh, an artist called Soccer Mommy. Uh, she released an album, Sometimes Forever. Okay. I've heard a little bit about her and like still haven't taken the plunge. Haven't done that yet. Okay. Um, and then FKA Twigs released an album this year. And like, I'm not a huge, I, like, I know nothing about like rap. But I think we were going to, I think I mentioned that we should do FKA yes. Twigs. And, and we, again, something happened. Something happened. Something happened. 
Um, but then um, Kendrick Lamar released a new album, and I feel like every time Kendrick releases an album, it's like a cultural reset for people. Never, but, it's never been I, for me. But exactly, like, but I've never quite like. But same thing with Drake, and we did listen to Honestly Nevermind, and it was... uh, I honestly... Like, Massive by Drake almost made my top five songs. I love that song. I need to go back. It's so fucking Because that's, like, the one song, right? There are some... There are a couple, like, really good ones. Okay. Yeah. That one in particular. Oof. That's the one where people thought that that he was gay, wasn't it? Or, like, Yeah, that's where all these, like, bottom... Drake bottom gifts are coming out, and are like, I don't get it, but it's funny to watch. It always is fine. <laughs> um, and then just two more. Uh, or wait, one more. Um, SZA. <laughs> but she released it like literally yesterday. Yeah. You know, <laughs> or yeah. something. So we, we were debating. We were like, well, did we just postpone our year end for another week and do SZA? And we were like, no, nah. uh, nah, we got to be done. But yeah, I'm going to go back and listen to that one. I love that. Got a, a lot of people are talking about it on my socials. Literally know. exploded. Yeah. Exploded. Yeah. People Which... So far, I, I've i enjoyed it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's different. Yeah. I like it. How about you? Four different albums. Okay. First is um, an art, an artist, Holly Humberstone, with her late her first album, I think, her first mm-hmm. full length, Can You Afford to Lose Me. Oh. I listened to her two different EPs that she had pretty much all year, and they were so, so, so good. This album is kind of like one of those combinations of like the top songs from the past couple EPs or whatever mm-hmm. else, mm-hmm. plus some new songs thrown in to call it an album. Yeah, yeah. But I think Holly Humberstone is just one another artist where she is she's getting some exposure in the UK, but she's just not finding that yeah. same success here. Um, Heard that story before. And tale yeah. as old as time. Yeah. <laughs> and I just feel like it. I would love to be able to review her to give her both some exposure, but also be able to kind of talk about her. And everyone I've sent her to has. Loved her. Loved her. Much like that faux chinchilla blanket. Much like the faux Everyone who's taken a, a turn. It's soft. Ugh. It's so soft. I love it. Um, next is Honey Dijon's Black Panther. Yes, that should be on my list too. Absolutely. That, that fucking came out, uh, or came on last night, mm-hmm. a couple of the songs, or at least one of the songs. Yeah. And I was really like, fuck, yeah, this feels like the mood. They are someone who should also be like huge, I feel like. Honey Dijon. So good. I well, Honey Dijon, I think is is pretty big. But mm-hmm. I, what I what I love so much about the album is it. While it doesn't feel like it's a response to Beyonce's Renaissance, it feels like it is triggered by. Yeah, and they are both albums about kind of that that queer black experience. Mm-hmm. But I think for mainstream, they they see Renaissance as like a house dance music. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Honey Dijon truly was like. Here is like the essence of kind of the beginnings of house, where mm-hmm. house came from, and infused that within the album. And mm-hmm. I think that's what like made Black Magic so, so good. So good. And there's a lot of channel trace on there, and I love his mm-hmm. voice. Ooh, ooh, mm-hmm. he's so smooth. Two, mm. fi- two last ones. Marcus Mumford, self-titled. Mm-hmm. I just absolutely love. Mumford and Sons and when this album came out I was like oh my gosh have you listened a fair amount many times this has become like another standard list and I'm surprised it didn't make any sort of like top of my list Um, but really 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 good and then finally Surrender Mm. 
Maggie Rogers came out the same week as yeah, Renaissance. So no, yeah, no yeah. doubt we didn't review it. Sorry, Maggie. Sorry, Maggie. This is before again before we did DPs. Yeah. It could have been a DP. It would have been a weird wish, DP. Wish I would have started sooner. I know. <laughs> but um Maggie's album just I think that the way that she is able to to write lyrics and write her songs is just like there isn't much else like it. And I while I don't think that I could sing along or even listen to this album as much as I did to her previous album, this one feels like it is there is no like verses and choruses. It's truly kind of like free form. A di a diary entry that she somehow was able to turn into a song. And oh, it's great. great. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely like I, there's a pocket of people who I follow who love Maggie Rogers. Yeah. 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 And they were very vocal about this, that album. They love mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Love it. Um, so in, in terms of who we are excited for for 23, mm -hmm. there's been some artists that have announced things. And there's also some artists that we just probably wish or are manifesting to have out there in the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have a couple in, your, in mind on your side? I have a couple things, just generally speaking. Yeah. I'm excited for Lana's album. I am here to review and it. And I know Aaron you. is so excited as well. And then there are rumors, rumors that Kylie Minogue is going to be getting a residency in Vegas. These are still rumors, people. Still rumors. I am looking to get some confirmation of that in 2023. Do you think that with residency comes a new album, or do you think that the... Mm, I don't think so. This No. Do I don't. You, are there different, like, levels of residency in, in Las Vegas? Or, like, how... Is she expecting that she's going to have the same pull as, like, an Adele? I don't know how it works with, like... I just know, like, obviously a residency is is for a particular casino, but I don't know if like this casino versus that casino is considered like top tier. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. That's a great question. Is it? Yeah. Huh. Kind of looking more into that. Cause that like, it would be, it'd, it'd be hard for me to believe the rumor that, that she's doing something in the same vein that like Adele sure. did it yeah. or even like a, yeah. Celine Dion or sure. Lady Gaga did it. Yeah, but yeah. like I would think that like maybe a Katy Perry level? I don't mm. know. I think it'll do well. I think it'll do well uh, too. And the I games know, will show up. And I know the second, yeah, tickets are announced if it ever comes to be true. Oh, I'm buying. Oh yeah. I'm on that plane. Um How about you, Aaron? What are you looking for musically? Or even for the podcast? So uh well for the podcast, I am I'm very hoping and excited for um Normani to finally do something. Um, <laughs> I remember when we had Antonio on, I think it was to review um, Megan, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, we had we had Antonio on, yes, and he yes. was like, okay, but like, if Normani does come on this year, I better be back again the same year. And Girl, we were like... You and I both know she ain't dropping shit in 2020. <laughs> It, we don't know if we're ever gonna get new music from her, but like I'm still manifesting. I'm still, still around. Hoping. I'm still around for the conversation. Another one <laughs> is um, Lord has mentioned many times that like oh. that Solar Power. She didn't think it was received the way that it was. It should have been received, mm -hmm. and I think it kind of 
put a fire under her to 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 create something even more magnificent. Mm-hmm. And so there's a part of me that thinks that we're we might be getting another Lord album this okay. next year, mm-hmm. um, two years later than um, Solar Power. Another one too that I am uh, fully ready for is whether it's the Beyonce um, Renaissance <laughs> visual album for. Yeah, Renaissance, or part two, or Act Two of whatever yeah. her three-part trilogy is that she has. She's really got us on the edge of our seat. Can I also just say that, like, <laughs> she has her on, on, us on the edge of her seat? But Taylor Swift, when she released Midnight's, was like, "This is going to be a visual album. There's going to be a, a, a yeah. like, visuals for every song, and we've gotten two, and it's been like a <laughs> month. It's been a month and a half, and it's like, yeah, girl, yeah. yeah. What What are you trying to do what here? What is up with this? This false advertising we're getting these days. It's a great thing to do for the first couple ones because you're able to kind of release them as music videos. But I guarantee you there's going to be two or three songs on the album that just are kind of floppy. And you're going to have to release those ones as like music videos on their own. No, not good. We should also be getting new Rihanna. She's performing in the Super Bowl. There's no way she's not going to put out at least the lead single to her new album. Right going into the Super Bowl. She's got to be playing it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so... What if the Super Bowl halftime show was literally just a Fenty show? <laughs> she tricked him. She tricked all of us. Girl, <laughs> I would clap. I'm like, girl, you got us. You got us good. <laughs> you got you us really tricked so us. good. <laughs> what if it just is the two Black Panther songs? Ooh. Wow. Um, <laughs> Griff is another artist. She's never actually released like a full album. I'm mm-hmm. very hopeful because she's kind of gone silent recently. Yeah. I'm hoping that she um, she comes back with a vengeance mm-hmm. and puts out an album. And then the one that's actually confirmed that I'm excited about is Caroline Polachek. Yes. Very interesting cover art. I mm-hmm. like it. I do too. I have, it's I've like, vibe. I'm trying not to listen to the, the songs. Yeah. I'm yeah. trying not to. Me too. Me too. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, so now mm. we have just a couple um, housekeeping things. I think just two last things. Okay. Were there any albums for you of the mm. albums we reviewed this year that either went from bop to flop or from flop to bop? Mm. Do you have any prepared? Yeah. I might need a sec. <laughs> yeah, so the one that like really stuck out in my mind that I feel like I just, I don't know if I... Judged it too quickly or what, but mm-hmm. I gave Muna's album, Muna, a flop, yeah. and it is a total bop. Oh. Very much enjoyed it. Very much enjoyed the sound, and as I listened to it more, I ended up finding more and more things to like about it. Okay. Um, I don't have that answer. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, I went with um, Youngblood, his album. I was like, not expecting anything. Did you, but didn't you, didn't you bop it? Yeah. Wait, did I get it backwards? And you didn't? No, it's so like the, the, the premise it. of it is like one that you you reviewed wrong. This is your chance oh, to repent for your sins, oh you know? Oh, God. See, that would require me to like remember what I say about I know, each episode. I That's know. a real tough one. Um, It's okay if you don't. It's okay no, if you don't. No, honestly, I feel like I'm sticking with everything I said yeah. this year. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I think I have to. You have to, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I, I will say, I don't think the album is. I still don't think the album is about. But there are a couple of songs on that Moo album, Motor, Motor, Motor Drum, that are really fucking good. And I, when I reviewed it, I was like, I don't, 
I, I got nothing from this album, but I think there are some good parts on it. I fully bopped it. I you did. fully bopped you did. it. You did. You and Rick did. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah. And I think Moo's on his um, Spotify rap. Absolutely. He, lo- he, he loves, loves her. He loves her. Okay, so now the final thing is okay. our five most listened to episodes of 2022. Oh my God, I'm so excited. All let's, right. Let's hear. So with in, in our number five spot is actually a Motodrome with Rick Parmeter. Speak of the devil. That was a fun one. Really fun episode. That was one, if for it being a, high, a highly listened to episode, it was one that where the, the mic situation <laughs> went really bad. We got a, So bad. We got a new mic and it just for some reason made so the most bad. wacky sounds out of nowhere at times. It made the, <laughs> the episode like hard to listen to. But hey, people still showed up. People still showed up, got the number five spot. Way to go, way to go, Rick. <laughs> Um, next is Love Sucks with Brendan Hernandez, Avril Lavigne. Yeah. Also yeah. an album I was not expecting to be good, but I ended no. up really enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. Like, Avril, come on. And now I'm like Canadian. a little bit of an Avril stand. <laughs> I mean, Canadian queen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Canadian queen. And then in third place, we have um, Bronco with Austin Williamson. That was a good one. That was I, a really good episode. It was a great album. It was a good album. I don't think I gave it that high of reviews. I I think I, I don't think I'm pretty sure I bopped it. I think I might Wait, have bopped it. Now I'm. Yeah, I did. Right. I don't know. I think I did. I don't know what I did either. Uh oh. I but remember liking. It. I have it on vinyl. I must have bopped it. I definitely. You probably did. I did. I did. And I just remember like thinking like he was very monotone in a lot of his his voice his voice. Yeah. But. You know, we saw him live. I ended up becoming. Fashion famous from Coachella at his at his concert. That's right. You were in editorials. You know, I, it was it was my big debut. Love it. In number two, we have Renaissance with Jerome Evans. Not a surprise. Not a surprise. Everyone wanted to know what we had to say about the album. That's right. Like we we have our our finger on the the pulse of music and absolutely. And it felt necessary. Um, that we had our guest back for that episode because we made him review Dua Lipa Club, Club. Club Future Nostalgia. Yeah, Jerome, we gave you the, we gave you a good album because yeah. you did a shit album before that. Yeah, you deserve that. And then finally, in our number one spot, kind of out of nowhere, our third time guest, our third time he's been on the, the podcast three times, mm-hmm. Miles Davis Moody with yep. Mama Roo. That's right. Episode one of last year. People really fucking turned up. And turned out for Mama Roo. Makes me wonder if Mama Roo did listen to that one. <laughs> well, I'm never gonna be on Drag Race. One thing that, like, I looking back at this last year, I'm realizing that like people listen to this podcast. Some it's, do, yeah. <laughs> and you can't just assume that <laughs> no one's gonna listen to it. Yeah. But yeah. that doesn't mean I'm going to stop being me. I'm still just going to lay down the opinions that, is, that I need to lay I mean, down. I will say that is the attitude that I probably still have yeah, no, when I'm yeah. recording podcasts. I don't, like... I'm like, there are 10 people downloading this, right? And we have the numbers, and it's not Not 10, 10 people, no. But it just yeah. is always, like, the most random people out of the woodwork, and I'm just like... So, there have just been situations yeah. where, like, certain, like... A person that we've talked about on the podcast starts liking my Instagram posts out of nowhere, and I'm like, cryptic, cryptic. I'm like, oh god, I, he knows who I am. I was hoping he didn't. I haven't had any bad situations like that yet. Usually, it's someone like with a fun 
commentary about the podcast. Yeah, it's usually it's, it's usually mostly usually. good. <laughs> it, it, it it just is more of like those couple situations where I'm like, oh god, I shouldn't have said that about that. You know, I think one time someone approached me on my opinion on an album because they had a differing opinion. And I was like, bitch, if you think I'm going to like argue with you about this. Oh, I, I argued <laughs> with someone for like 30 minutes about Crash at the Bar. And I'm I'm still just like, what are you listening to? What is your this oh, album's great. Yeah. But whatever. It is what it is. It is what it is. Well, uh, leaders, um, people that have just tuned in, whether you've listened to many episodes or few or somewhere in between. Yeah. We appreciate you. We really do. This Ugh. is something that we've been doing for the past three years for just kind of for fun. Really just for fun. I it's still, in my mind, I'm like, no one listens to this, which we've discussed is not true. It's not true. <laughs> and it, it just is something that we kind of just do for the sake of it keeps us having a connection with each other mm-hmm. each week. Mm-hmm. And uh, we discover new things about each other and new music. It's fun. And we get to, we get to have bring fun guests on. Oh, that is probably the best part. I don't there, I, so I, I don't want to go into this because I don't think either of us are prepared to answer this question. But there were so many fun guests this last season. So many. And like we have this like self imposed rule that if you've been on <laughs> an episode that season, you can't come on again. Yeah. And so the fact that we get to go back and bring some of these season three guests back on, mm-hmm. I am like, it's so fun to see them again and get them on the mic. Okay, I'm just gonna name names. I'm just gonna name <laughs> names because I like I need I need to. Okay. But like mm-hmm. I need to have Brandon Hernandez back on the podcast. Yes. I need to have George Crawl back on the podcast. Yes. Rick Parameter, you deserve to have another episode on the mm-hmm, podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it. Those are the only people. I no, want, there's there's I way- want everyone back. There's way more than that. Obviously, I, I uh, Kelsey is a is a series regular. She Kelsey. has some of the. the we might have to zoom her in. She comes back enough that I think That's if true. we time it right, we can we can find a way to make it work. That's but, um, yeah, I just Austin Mitch Rude. Oh, that was a really fun episode. Yeah, yeah. Even though it was a weird one. Okay, so things, people that are listening, just a couple of things that I would love to to know and maybe we'll like put it on on instagram oh. or whatever else yeah. is we've done some really kind of different episodes this this year we've done some like tour reviews we did um our the five albums that made us yes we did some double features dps double features we did um what else did we do and we did a entire episode in french we did an episode dedicated to uh <laughs> To a, an artist that had passed away and kind of like almost, it was more about the album or her uh, legacy yeah. than it was about her as a, a person. Yeah. And so we've done all these different types and what would yeah. you guys want to see? Do you, do you want us to to keep doing new releases? Do you want us to go into different territory? Yeah, I'm, I'm all ears. Do you want us to review like non-music? I don't know. <laughs> wow. Whoa! I mean, hey, if there's a if there's an audience there who wants me to try out blankets, <laughs> I'll do that so fast, so fast. Tell us about that. Tell us about <laughs> I don't know. Just what do you think of the last year? Did you yeah. like it? Did you listen? What do you yeah. need? What do you want in twenty twenty three? That's right. We're listening. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been so fun, Aaron. It's been so fun. Until next season. Until next season. Where can people find you in the interim? 
Um, for now, you can find me at uh, The Realist Simon on Instagram, and you can follow my eclectic playlist on Spotify. I love this playlist. How about you? You can find me at The Aaron on uh, all socials, and then you can find Bopper Flop Podcast at Bopper Flop Podcast. That's right. Um, we don't know when we're going to be back in 2023. That's right. Um, but haters, if you get your way, we won't ever be back. That's right. But Fools, <laughs> who knows? Haters, back off. That's right. All right. See you, everyone. Have a good um, new year. Love you. Bye.